Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us to start the week. Uh, welcome. 888 If you'd like to get in touch with us during the course of the day. Uh, things, of course, continue to spin out of control. Uh, things in Ukraine are, uh, well, depending on who, who you listen to, <laughs> not going well or going pretty well. Uh, supposedly, the Ukrainians have have killed something like 4,300 Russian <laughs> troops, uh, wiped out 100 and I think it was 180 tanks, 29 uh, jets, 27 jets, and 26 helicopters. Mm. That's yeah, it's I mean, impressive. It's impressive. Yeah, for a, for a country that was supposed to fall by the end of the weekend, and right. now have uh, as we speak are uh, undergoing um, talks with Russia. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Yeah, that they'd be doing talks already. Mm-hmm. That they could even get the the Russians to consider talks. Uh, Russia thought this would be over by you know last week, mm-hmm. probably in a day or so, but uh, they've. I think they've gotten a lot more stiff resistance than they expected. Without question. And interestingly, uh, their leader, Zelensky, has been offered a ride out of the country. Yeah. We offered to take him out. Uh, You know, take him out of the country and house him somewhere. I I don't know where. Uh, But he said, no. No, I'm not looking for a ride. I'm looking for more ammo, is what he said. And he's staying. And, And frankly, he's... Turned down several offers to get him out of the country. Yeah. Pretty courageous. Yeah, nobody in that country is thinking of him as a comedian anymore. No. He has been tough as nails. Yeah, he has. And Putin is sending hit squads to try to assassinate him. He sent First, he sent a, a group of Chechens to try to kill him. Some Chechen special forces. Now he's selling, uh, sending in some militants of some kind. He said militia is, is what the article called him. I don't know if it's special forces or what, but he, they uh, are trying desperately to kill Zelensky. <laughs> and he's making videos in the middle of the Capitol with his cabinet. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're here, yo. <laughs> yeah. And this is after the United States, which has abdicated any kind of leadership role in the world under Biden, mm-hmm. uh, tried to enlist other countries to help. Remember, France tried to get involved with Putin, mm-hmm. uh, and and we begged China, basically, to please stop Russia. And so we shared intel with China about, hey, look what's happening. They're building up at the board. Yeah, China basically, not basically, literally shared that information, that intel with Russia to say, hey, here's what they know. Here's They, they know where you're at. and stuff. I mean... <laughs> We are, yeah. We are not operating. I think there's an understanding between Russia and China right. to Why let each even... other invade the countries that they want to invade. Precisely. Yeah. So it's worthless to go to China and say, "Hey, help us with the Russians when they want Taiwan yeah. and they want Russia's help with that." Yeah, and they're already shark bumping over there with Taiwan too, with the aircraft and the ships close mm. by. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Putin is acting like a crazy man, talking about. Uh, Nuclear weapons and, and using nuclear weapons and putting his his nuke forces on high alert. He escalated the situation a lot by ordering Russian nuclear forces to be on high alert yesterday, while Ukraine's embattled leader agreed to talks with Moscow. 
as Putin's troops and tanks drove deeper into the country. They are closing in around the capital, but supposedly they were supposed to capture the capital mm-hmm. days ago and haven't been able to. Yeah, and the Ukrainians took back a, a major city that Russia had taken. So it's really something some good pushback, and I and and they're essentially doing it on their own. I mean, you could say yes, we're sending yeah. money and weapons. Oh, they're entirely but, on their own, right? Getting a little yes, getting some supplies and resources from us, but they're doing everything on their own. Nobody is helping them, and I, you know, while you complain about that and you say. How can the world leave him on his own, leave Ukraine on their own? But do you want to send troops to Ukraine? I kind of don't. Kind of don't? <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> don't. I really don't. Uh, I'm tired of getting involved, enmeshed in other people's problems, other people's wars. You know, if and the founding fathers uh, set this country up uh, based on the premise that we would go to war if we were directly attacked. We weren't going to get involved in Europe's messes. Mm-hmm. Are we not, at this moment, living <clears throat> George Washington's farewell address? <laughs> not mm-hmm. getting entangled yeah. in foreign yes. wars overseas in Europe? Right. And so what's going to happen when Taiwan's attacked? Um, I, I don't know. Do you want to get involved in a hot war with China? I kind of don't. In fact, I really don't. I don't want to. So I don't know what <clears throat> what we we're going to do or what can be done. Really, sanctions certainly didn't work with Russia, and <laughs> no, no especially, they're not going to work with China, uh, especially when you're not sanctioning their oil. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's such a joke. yeah, or sanctioning Putin directly. I guess they did that. Right? Uh, Something over the weekend with him. Something over the weekend. Yeah. The little sure late. He's hurting. Too little, too late. Uh, the guy is, uh, I think by most estimates, a multi, multi billionaire. He's um, been a public servant his whole life. I don't understand. Yeah. How does that happen? <laughs> no. I know. Happen? It's weird that he hasn't been in the private sector. <laughs> I thought he'd be scraping by. No. Uh-uh. Man of the people. Doesn't seem to be scraping huh. too much. Okay, so. then. Yeah, but uh, fascinating, fascinating that uh, the Russian forces have lost, it says, about 4,300 servicemen. Is that the number I said before? Yeah. 146 tanks. I think I might have said 180. 146 tanks, 27 aircraft, and 26 uh, helicopters. Now, may I ask, do you know where these numbers came from? Uh, I, I, I suppose they're accurate. It's just that... This has been a war of misinformation. This I call this the social <clears throat> media war is what this has been. Yeah, it's, this it, is our first social media war. Right. And it came from Deputy Defense Minister Hannah Malyar. Okay. Of the of Ukraine. Okay. So it's Ukrainians saying this. Still, I mean that's that's good stuff there. Yeah. And I'm sure Putin's saying, "Yeah, we haven't lost anybody." <laughs> <laughs> I and it's one of the reasons people think that they have that mobile uh, crematorium with them so that they can oh, make the numbers wow. of, of the dead oh, wow. go away quickly. That is fascinating. Yeah. Huh. Creepy, though, isn't it? Oh, I mean, that's very, really creepy. Yeah, absolutely. But but the world is universally lining up behind Ukraine. They are. On this. It's interesting that Russia just keeps plugging away anyway because mm-hmm. everybody well, is against them I other think, than China. I think the, the, the harshest... 
the harshest uh, penalties thus far uh, laid on Russia. Oh, you're not. Please don't even bring up. You know what I'm talking about, right? The FIFA, FIFA, the soccer, soccer guys. Yeah, soccer mm-hmm. people. That that they laid the hammer I'm, down. I, I'm surprised he continues after FIFA uh, stepped up and slapped a penalty on them. They'll not soon forget. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) International Federation of Association Football took a stand against Russia because of the invasion of Ukraine. And here's what they did. They announced that the Russian national soccer team could no longer compete under the name of Russia. No. Yeah. They wouldn't do Just that. like the International Olympic Committee did. Right. Instead, it could only use the name Football Union of Russia. That'll learn them. Or the acronym RFU. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So this thing's going to be ending because I, 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 right. don't, I don't know that Russia can stand up under that. Well, can they hold up under the pressure, the searing pressure from the International Soccer Federation? Well, and you you pulled back. You didn't say all of this. Oh, that's true. There's more. (laughs) They may not display the country's flag Uh or play the Russian national anthem during matches. (laughs) Now, now. Mercy. How much do you want to stop this war? Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. FIFA also declared that Russia is no longer permitted to play home games. Oh. Instead, the Russian soccer team may only play on neutral sites and with no fans in attendance. Wow. I, that is powerful. They powerful. laid the hammer down over at They FIFA. sure did. They sure did. I don't think Putin was counting on that. I, I don't think he expected that uh, consequence. Uh, because if he, if he had expected it, I don't think he'd be in yeah. Ukraine right now. We got more details. Rob just tells me that uh, Russia immediately fell to the ground, grabbed their knees, and uh, FIFA gave them the yellow card. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? That is... <sighs> yellow. Wow. You're on yellow, Russia. So, now what do they do? I, I now no I think idea. they withdraw their troops. There's nothing else they can do. Yeah, and you've got uh, their little group there. The countries are actually refusing to play them. Uh, let's see. It was Poland... Czech Republic and one other country says ah, we're not even playing you. Oh wow! So. Wow. Mm-hmm. FIFA also said uh, violence is never a solution. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah that's not true. <laughs> and FIFA expresses its deepest solidarity to all people affected by what's happening in Ukraine. Uh, it said it. In a statement titled Bureau of the FIFA Council Takes Initial Measures with Regard to War in Ukraine, they also said FIFA calls again for the urgent restoration of peace and for constructive dialogue to commence immediately. Hmm. Or, of course, all these sanctions go into place where they have to call themselves (laughs) Football Union of Russia. Huh. Okay. Uh, Now how ashamed of you are you? Uh, yeah, RFU. Yeah, I, I that that's, that should stick. <laughs> RFU. Really Have we should. even at this point um, come to an agreement on how we're going to pronounce <clears throat> the capital of Ukraine? I mean, we're about a week into this. Maybe we should probably. It's Kiev, sure? Kiev, Kiev, Kiev. I I don't know. Uh, we got a Ukrainian who wants to give us a lesson. Okay. You see, there might be a, yeah. another version here. 
how to spell Ukrainian's capital? Mm -hmm. Well, this is how you spell it. Hey, And it's not Wait, Kiev. Kiev is Russian spelling yeah. and pronunciation. Sorry, I'm not gonna Kuyev. I'm, I'm not gonna pronounce it. Like well she that. just told you it's Kuyev. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do Kuyev? No, I'm not. So did you see It's the, too late. Uh, you know, it's too late in the game to be changing from Kiev to Kuyev. No. Zelensky did Sorry. that video with his not cabinet. They were in like downtown <clears throat> Kuyev. <laughs> no, you're right. It doesn't, no, it doesn't, doesn't do work. It, does it? it doesn't work. No, it really doesn't huh. work. Kuyev. Again, I'm not going Copenhagen. Right. It's always going to be Copenhagen to me. I don't right. care who pronounces it Copenhagen. I'm not doing it. Uh, I'm not going to call it. Um, Kabul or Kabul. I'm not going to call it K Kabul. I'm going to call it Kabul. I'm not going to call it Gutter. I'm going to call it Qatar. And I'm not going to pronounce any word that requires phlegm to be adjoined with the larynx there either. Kyiv. 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 No. No. Not doing that. No. I mean, that's fine. Do the You know, the French say Paris, Paris. Do I ever call it Paris? No. Mm -hmm. No. I'm not going to. Now, what if you were having to talk about a country uh, down in uh, Central America? Anyone in particular come to mind that you would uh, maybe adjust your pronunciations <laughs> for? Maybe well, a capital too? <clears throat> I mean, when you're talking about an exception like Manaraniarawa. Thank you. I mean, there's that, a carve out. Yeah, there's, there's a carve, a carve out, out there. there. Yes. Yeah. Why uh, would I just <laughs> call it Managua, Nicaragua? Right. <laughs> when it's Manaraniarawa. It's much better. Yeah. Much better. Yeah. That, uh, that one I will do. With, with Ukraine, I'm just going to just go the long route. I'm just going to say they're in the capital of Ukraine. <clears throat> and that way, no one can jump down <laughs> yeah. my throat. True. You're pronouncing it the Russian way. Mm -hmm. Oh, well. <laughs> Is that going to help them win the war? I, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Uh, it's impossible to know what to believe, though, in this war. Uh, as Keith was talking about a few minutes ago. Um, We've got a, a video that's all had weekend long millions of views. Millions of views. This has made the rounds. I was guilty of retweeting <clears throat> this. Watch this family saying goodbye. This Ukrainian family, as it was portrayed, saying goodbye to uh, to their father. Yeah, he's got to stay and fight the he's Russians. Heading off <laughs> to defend his homeland. This is heartbreaking. No matter who you are, it yeah. is heartbreaking because he is saying goodbye to his family. He's crying. They're praying together. Look at that. The little girl is just heartsick. Dad's leaving. So this was the face of of Ukraine over the weekend. Oh man! This is who Vladimir Putin is fighting. Is how it was reported across the board. And then it turns out, uh huh. What what happened? It's the opposite. Excuse me. It is a it's a Russian saying goodbye to his family oh, wait, as what? he's going to attack Ukraine. Oh so, no! Oh, it, it just happens to be the opposite of the way it's being presented. But don't worry about that. I mean, I still feel bad for that it's family, still, that little yeah, girl. It's still sad, but it's but, not exactly how it seems, right? On the surface, and we got a lot of those to go through today <clears throat> because this has been a war of misinformation. For the entire world over the past and six days. How do you know what to believe when it's all there on social media and they're telling you, hey, here's a here's a Ukrainian saying goodbye to his family and we we don't know. They Ukrainians look just like the Russians, mm. so we don't know. Yeah, and they're all speaking, as you point out, gibberish. Gibberish. Okay. <laughs> None of them have learned how to talk. Right. It's like 
start speaking in English so we know what's right. going on. Exactly. God, it really exactly. confuses everything. Mm-hmm. Like if he would have said goodbye, my little babushka, you would know. Okay, that's a Russian. <laughs> that's a Russian. I must go kill Ukrainians. But he didn't do that, so, so he we just were... speaking gibberish. Thank you. Don't blame us. All right, let me tell you about uh, Omega XL. You know, we have a whole bunch of joints in our bodies, 360 of them, as a matter of fact, from our neck down to our feet. 360 joints that take a beating with daily activity and, of course, aging, which is why your joints can hurt continually, can ruin your sleep from time to time. Uh, That's why I took Omega XL for my elbow situation, right? In my elbow joint, it uh, flared up and was like hot to the touch so i knew it was there was some sort of inflammation and finally i decided all right i'm going to try the omega xl even though it's uh natural and i know that's not going to help me um i'm going to take it anyway (laughs) (laughs) and after about a week building up in my system started to feel the relief and after two weeks the pain was gone and it has not come back yet and hopefully never will um so omega xl You take it because of the science. When you're young, your body produces SPMs, which are nature's way of keeping your joints healthy. But as we age, we don't don't produce enough of them. So that could be why you're in pain. Omega XL can restore your SPMs and rejuvenate joints and muscles. So you can move like, like before all the trouble started. Omega XL... When you go to OmegaXL.com slash Pat and you buy your first bottle, they'll throw in a second one for free. OmegaXL.com slash Pat. Buy one, get one free. Or you can call 800-844-4888. Beware. Pat Gray is unleashed. What was true, what is not true, uh, what is information, what is disinformation, this is interesting. Pathead Lord James of Augusta sent this in. Captured Russians in Nikopol, Ukraine. There they are face laying face down on a bunch of, like a dock of some kind nice. by, by Look water. Nice, Captured Russians, Captured yes. Russians, or... Or what? Is it uh, captured Ukrainian soldiers in Nikopol? Okay, wait, what? Uh, Again, I don't know. I I don't know the uniforms that well. I I don't... (laughs) You certainly can't tell by looking at their faces. Uh, Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. There you go. But... This is is how this war is being fought on social media. Yep. Each side is, uh, (laughs) is claiming that they've got, you know, the goods on the other side. But make no mistake, the Russian military is targeting civilians. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Russian plane oh, is firing rockets indiscriminately, apparently, Look into a neighborhood over Hostomel, Ukraine. Watch this. Watch this is this. terrifying. Coming towards you. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. I mean, the missile went, like, straight into the neighborhood. There you go. That's life in Ukraine right now. God bless them. I mean, can you even make the point that they were trying for a military target there? Not at all. Oh, no, not at all. I mean, watch this. I mean, can you imagine seeing this I, coming at you? 
I mean, that is a missile launch. Two shots right into the neighbor's house. Jeez. <laughs> ah, okay, all right. And you know, it, to me, it just seems Russians don't care. They, oh, no. They don't care. No. And, and so there's so many conspiracy theories uh, as to why Putin is invading. <laughs> and mm-hmm. you got to say that surgical strikes or, or specific targets doesn't feel like what he's going after on whatever theory you want to go with, government buildings, bio labs, et cetera, et cetera, if they're just launching missiles mm-hmm. into a neighbor's house. Stop. Yeah. yeah. You imagine if that was an American oh. jet that was just launching missiles into a Muslim neighborhood in Afghanistan or Iraq. Uh, the outrage would be deafening. Yeah, but eh, Russia. Yeah, it's, well, they're Russians. Uh, that's what they do. Uh, I mean, there is eh, whatever. quite a bit of people standing up, even in Russia itself, to this uh, true, that is naked true. aggression. Yeah. Uh, Some I, Russians are a little upset with this. Right. Well, a lot upset with this invasion. And I understand your point. It doesn't matter what the United States of America does. It's no, going to be painted as evil. Mm-hmm. But it is nice to see the world standing up to Putin at this point. And this is uh, footage from a dash cam. Remember how many dash cams oh, there yeah. are from Patton Stu days? And you know they always turn out fine for the driver. Right, that's right. <laughs> uh, and it turned out fine apparently it for this driver. I love this guy. Watch this. This driver manu- manages to avoid a rocket Look, uh, barrage. Several of them just fired right at, him. at him. Oh yeah, but but they're not going after civilians. No. Look at this. I mean, this guy. Oh god. Well, is that a is that a military car? Uh-huh. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> Does he have like uh, like rockets positioned on the sides of the doors? Boy, listen to it. Wow. He turns into Mel Gibson here at the end. Listen to this. Yeah, he's breathing heavy, man. He escaped. Wow. Yeah, that goes on. So anyway. And let me see that again because it happens really fast yeah. at the beginning of this thing. Uh, let's see it from the top. Oh, jeez. Right to his left there. Oh, gosh. Why are they trying to kill this guy? Oh, oh, yeah. That, like you said, he's driving around with rocket launchers on the side of his Yugo. <laughs> right. I mean, made him a target. I mean, we are so blessed to live here, despite all of the problems that we have right now and all of the issues that that are going on here. Still, would you rather be here or in Ukraine right now? Yeah, I think here. The granddaddy of them all, as far as uh, uh, videos that, that stick with you this weekend, it's got to be the tank crushing the car. Have you seen this one? You got to. I see haven't. This. Oh gosh, watch this. Obviously deliberate. See, look at it. Swerve to. Oh, oh boy, swerve to just crush the car. Oh man. Right. Okay. So now can we go to the aftermath here of the uh, yeah extrication of the individual who's obviously dead and crushed, right? Well, you would think mm-hmm. the tank just drove over the top Watch of it. Okay, okay, so then, okay, look at this. Looks to be totally fine. The guy in the car, look at that. Oh my gosh. What a gift. Wow. Yeah. So let me tell you about that so, time a tank drove over the top of me. Is that a Russian tank driving over somebody, or is that okay. a Ukrainian tank? So that's the report this weekend was that, look, a Russian tank tank is uh, indiscriminately trying to run down Ukrainians driving down the road. Now we've got a different angle for you. It appears now the story is that it's actually a Ukrainian vehicle that is that was 
malfunctioning and out of control, and the driver couldn't get get control of it, and it ended up swerving. Oh wow! See, look, there's all this fire going on with it. All the sparks. Oh yeah. Oh jeez. A little bit different. Uh, okay, there he is. Hey. And he's fine. Uh huh. No, I'm okay. It's like a NASCAR thing. I'm telling you. Yeah, this, this thing is thing is built to built to uh, for safety. It's uh, it's really built for for safety. These uh, Russian cars are like yeah, right. There, there's so your next safe. ad. There's your next ad for whatever <laughs> yeah. manufacturer that was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for the Jeez. for the next time, uh, uh, world power invades your country. You want to be driving an Audi. But I think the point of all of these is don't believe everything you see online. Don't jump to conclusions because it may not be what it seems. In mm. in. In all of these videos, you know what? It's not what it initially seemed. Right. Maybe that's not the granddaddy of them all. Maybe the granddaddy of them all is this next video that shows an explosion that immediately people are saying, oh my gosh, Putin has dropped a nuke on Ukraine, which I'm not saying isn't going mm. to happen. Mm-hmm. But that was the initial report here from this video that you're about to see. All right. <clears throat> Heard the explosion. Now wait for the sky to light up. And again, they're speaking gibberish, right, so there's again, no way to tell. That doesn't make it easy for us. No, it doesn't. 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 That looked like a mushroom cloud. Right. Right. So people sure are did. thinking nuclear weapon, but it was it was a uh, it, it was an arms depot. Yeah, it was an arms depot in Ukraine that uh, Russia targeted and blew up. But again, look at the mushroom cloud, man. Yeah, that's scary looking. Very scary looking. Wow. And Putin has threatened nukes. Yeah. So people are kind of on the edge about that. Yeah, it didn't help that he's, you know, like you said earlier, put his <laughs> nuke forces at high alert now. Right. And he's telling anybody <sighs> who intervenes that you're going to have more consequences than anybody's ever had in history, blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, we should be... We should be meeting his rhetoric with with our own, and yet I'm hearing almost nothing from from the Biden administration. And it seems so cut and dry. Putin's the bad guy. <laughs> Ukraine's the good guy. <clears throat> mm-hmm. On the surface, I'm not getting past one layer here. So then you see George Soros tweet out this long tweet thread <clears throat> in support of the Ukrainian people, and now you're like, oh crap, what? What now? What do I do? Yeah. If Soros is on what? their side, are we on the wrong side? Exactly. It's yeah, that's this, crazy. This is interesting. This is an interesting time we live in, boys and girls. <laughs> Jeez. And then there's this guy, Ukrainian who didn't uh, want to wait <laughs> for bomb disposal units this to arrive. This guy is my hero. Watch this. Picks up an IED and moves it himself. <laughs> He's got the cigarette out. He's like, yeah, I'm crossing the road. Uh, don't try this at home, boys and girls. <laughs> like, at what point are you like, okay, this is good. I'm going to I'm gonna back away now. And he keeps going. I mean, I that want that is thing. crazy. I want it out of my hands now. You just wonder, uh, does he have any experience in this? Yeah, right. And, and the guy walking along with him, running the camera... Yeah, I'm He's not also that got close. balls of steel, but I mean, this guy just keeps walking. He's going to get into that field. <laughs> got the cigarette hanging out. I mean, that guy's tough. These Is he going to set tough. it off so nobody steps on it uh, innocently as they walk through the forest? I don't know. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. This is life in Ukraine right now. Wow. It's not fun. And again, you know, makes you kind of appreciate where we live. Mm-hmm. Never have... 
have ever had to go through this kind of stuff. And, you know, you, you forget, much of the world has. Yeah. And this is one of the things that I've told my kids is we live in such a peaceful era. Yeah. And, and we just don't know this. And and God bless our young men and women who spent two decades in the Middle East <clears throat> mm-hmm. fighting against evil. Right. But yet we were still, even though we were di- we were disconnected from it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like we didn't have to experience what Ukrainians are going through today. And this is like the first war where you're just getting real time video. Yeah. On social media of what's happening. It's it's a fascinating time. Hope it's over soon. Did you see the useless United Nations? Uh, as always, they're t- completely worthless. They can't even pass a vote to condemn Putin and, and Russia's naked aggression. Um, in fact, let's see. Yes, in the this is in the obviously in the this Security is, Council. This is just to condemn. It's yeah. just a simple. Are we just going to condemn Russia? Vote. Voting yes, we yeah. will condemn them. United States, United Kingdom, France, Norway, Ireland, Albania, Gabon. Mexico, Brazil, Ghana, and Kenya. No, Russia. (laughs) Surprise! And abstaining, China, India, and the UAE. Oh, Oh, okay. So the the vote fails because it has to be unanimous. Why is Russia going to vote? You're involved. You should be exempt from this vote. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Sit this one out, yo. Unbelievable. Jeez. India said they had some long rambling thing about peace and blah blah blah. So they wouldn't even. We're not asking you to go to war, India. Right. We're asking you to condemn these actions. No. And they couldn't even do that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pack Grand Leash coming up. This is Pat Gray Unleashed some tweets here. Jimmy Dimples tweets, I'm impressed that after decades of repression that Ukraine is able to uh, is capable of pushback like this. Yeah. More power to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, JF tweets, FIFA is tougher on Russia than Biden is. And that's true. <laughs> that's true enough. <laughs> it is a fair point. Smackwater Jack, Mr. Putin, when 100,000 people in Germany gather to protest your country's killing of innocent people, you literally have a world of problems on your hands. That's what I'm saying. It's it's universal, this condemnation. Uh, yeah. I do love what Elon Musk did where, you know, Russia cuts internet service in, in Ukraine, and Elon mm-hmm. Musk comes to the rescue with Starlink. And restored it. Restores it. it. I love great. that. That's so good. Unmasked giblets tweets, the guy in the car dodging incoming rockets. Sources say he was unvaxxed. No. no wonder they were trying to kill him. No wonder. No wonder. Okay, that clears it up. Now, bastard. <laughs> Obviously, See? not vaxxed at all. Nothing. Let alone have it, a booster shot. Like we said, nothing's as it seems in this right. war. And now we get it. <laughs> Did you hear that six babies over the weekend were born in the bomb shelter subway system in Ukraine? Did not hear that. That is what these people are already going through. Yeah. This is... Uh, uh, yep. Hopefully, it doesn't last as long, but this is almost like uh, what Britain went through yep. during World War II. Uh, Vern Lundquist tweets, despite all the explosions, that wasn't even close to the craziest Russian dash cam video out there. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's true. All right. That is true. <laughs> we have seen some pretty wild stuff on those. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> yeah. Okay. Meanwhile, the world's oil supply is being squeezed, as you might imagine. It might be time to revisit the Joe Biden energy policy timeline. Oh, yes. Uh he put this together. Uh, 1-2021, Joe Biden was inaugurated 
And on that day, the Keystone Pipeline halted. Yep. Thank goodness. Day one. Whew. Get that, that oil out of here. Killing the planet so quickly. <laughs> I couldn't wait till he got into office and stopped it. Mm. You know how many people died because of the Keystone Pipeline? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that was day one. <clears throat> day one. Then it took him a full week uh, to make another move. Yeah, on not energy. until one twenty-seven twenty-one did Biden stop U.S. oil and gas leases. So I mean, it took a full week, obviously. Yeah, full week. Not as high a priority. As then in March, uh, 321, record high Russian oil exports to the United States of America. <laughs> we, t- we were taking in more Russian oil than ever before. It took two months of Biden. May 21st, uh, Biden allows Russian oil pipeline on uh, 122. January this year, just so last month, Biden fights U.S. oil leases in court. So not only did he cancel Keystone, he approves Russia's pipeline requests, and not only does he stop the oil and gas uh, leases in the United States, Mm -hmm. but then he fights them in court over it. And then just last week, Biden issues sanctions on Russia, but not on their oil. Who is Putin's lapdog? I'm so sick and tired of hearing that Trump is Putin's lapdog, gives him everything he wants. When, when Trump mm-hmm. warned him on Ukraine, and guess what? Uh, four years in office, I, mm-hmm. I don't remember Putin marching into Ukraine while Trump was You don't there. remember it because um, it didn't happen. It didn't? Yeah. That's oh, why you don't remember oh, it. Oh, there's a padhead, uh, Daguerre Bear. I don't know if I uh-huh. put this in front of you over there, but he posted underneath my uh, energy timeline <laughs> thing, uh, he posted his... Um, Gas usage there. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we have that uh, shot, Rob? Uh, there we go. So here's his gas bill last year and this year. As you can see, go down to the average cost per day. And remember, the temperature is about the same. In fact, it's uh, it's a little bit warmer this year, one degree warmer. It must be global warming. So the average temperature, 15 degrees, and this is Iowa, mm. last year, 16 degrees in January of this year. How much was he paying per day for uh, gas? Uh, he was paying $5.30. Now he's paying... Ten nineteen, mm-hmm. and he's using less, as you can see. Average he's use per less. day, yeah, nice. I mean, Jeez. so it's doubled effectively. the The, the price of energy yeah. has doubled, and I don't more know more than doubled because he's using less of it, right? Yeah, monthly uh, therm usage is yeah. uh, is down. Yep. And Rob, Crazy. do you have the chart that went along with my uh, energy post, mm-hmm. the timeline thing, the the chart of what the price it's of right gas there. has done? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay, look at this. Look, it bottoms out in November of 2020. And when it becomes obvious that Biden's going to be the next president, it just keeps on going and going and going. U.S. average, three fifty nine a gallon. <clears throat> I'm paying more than that for the yeah. for the gas I buy. Are you paying more than that? Do you get just the regular? Just the regular. Un- yeah. Unleaded? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, here's Jen Psaki uh, telling us about Joe Biden's. So we're going to fix it now. Plan with energy. Yeah, here's okay. here's the big plan. Okay. Oil leases. What this actually justifies in President Biden's view is the fact that we need to reduce our dependence on foreign oil, on oil in general, and need to and we need to yeah, look we did that. at other ways of process, of having energy yeah, in our country ways. and others. One of the interesting things, George, other we've ways. seen over the last week or so is that a number of European countries are recognizing they need to reduce their own reliance on mm. Russian oil. Mm-hmm. Huh. What did my timeline say about U.S. imports of Russian oil? All-time high. <laughs> All-time high. Why? Because he cut off America's own resources. We were using them under Trump. We're not now. I mean, to the fullest extent, to where we 
where we're energy independent because we were with Trump. He got us oil energy independent for the first time in 60 years. And then Biden put us right back on being dependent on these uh, foreign players that are not our friends. So now we've got to depend on Russia again and Saudi Arabia again. This this is this is a security issue. Can't take it. This is uh, an economic issue. This is a competency <clears throat> issue. Mm-hmm. I'm, I know I'm not the only one to ask this question. You've said it yourself. If you wanted to destroy this country, what would you do differently? Yeah, I can't think of a thing. Can't think of a thing. Unless you just flat out launch our own nukes against us. <laughs> you just point them at the American cities and just please, launch. Don't give them any ideas. <laughs> Just get it over with quickly. Boom. There you go. But Biden, this, I, I don't know if this is like a 10 second clip. I don't know if I can get through it. It is. <laughs> it's maddening. Outrageous. Talk about a, a guy who is not self-aware. Talk about a guy who is delusional. Listen to uh, him about his performance so far as president of the United States. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Is a phenomenal negative psychological impact yeah. that COVID has had on the public psyche. Right. And so you have an awful lot of people who are, yeah. uh, notwithstanding the fact that, right. uh, no, that, no, no. that things have gotten no. so much better for them economically. What? Uh, that they are <laughs> thinking, but how do you get up in the morning feeling happy? Yeah. Happy okay. that everything's all right. Happy. Okay. So he's trying to explain away his negative poll numbers? He yes. He's done such he's asked about why. Why why are the poll numbers so bad if you're doing such a great job? Well, we are doing a great job. But people are so bummed out about COVID nineteen. Oh. They they can't be happy. So people are just down. Yeah. They're not mad at him. Right. They're just mad at the world because of COVID nineteen. And he's done they're doing so much better economically. But Americans what? are taking it out on the old man because he's the one in office. I guess so. they're sad. Yeah. Well, they're sad because of COVID. Right. Because of COVID. Yeah. Not because of anything. Which, by the way, he done. said he was going to end and he was going to fix that situation. He didn't do that either. Uh, so if that's the case, that's also his fault. Are you kidding me that people are doing so much better economically than they were under Trump? That's just another flat-out lie. How does, how does the journalist? I don't know who this, who the journalist was in this case. Actually, uh, I've only seen this portion of the clip. But how do you not come back to him and say, "Wait a minute, excuse me"? In what way are Americans doing better economically? <laughs> the prices of the price of everything has gone up a lot. Inflation is running out of control. Uh, we've we've got a volatile stock market right now. Uh, the price of oil has gone through the roof. We've got shortages of goods and services. Uh, we've got a, a labor shortage, and and you're saying that people are doing better than they were. Show me one metric, Mr. President. There's one metric where, where you can point to and go, look at the economy. He will point to, I guess, unemployment, uh, I suppose, that more people are employed than they were this time last year. Well, yeah, we were in lockdown. Uh, businesses were closed. Yeah, we're, we've gone up 
with the employment numbers only because it was so bad before because of COVID-19 that it couldn't get any worse. And it's gotten a little bit better because businesses reopened. People started spending money again. But as far as the other metrics, I, I don't know what you can point to that's better than it was. It's just nuts. This guy is... Ugh. We are 13 months in, 35 months to go, <sighs> I think. Man. Check my math. I don't want to. It's too depressing. Ugh, it is. Just a gross time. New poll out on Biden's job performance numbers. Oh, here we go. We got some numbers. And, and again, this is just because people are sad, sad yeah. from COVID-19. Well, that's that time of year, right? It's the winter blues. Right. Is what's happening. Right. And it's affecting our esteemed leader. Uh, exactly. They're taking it out on him. Despite the fact that he's done such a brilliant job so that's far. That's the word. That's the word. Brilliant. Good job. New Washington Post, ABC poll, 37% of Americans say they approve of the way Joe Biden is handling his job as president. 37%. Boy, that's a high number. 37% approve of the job he's doing on the economy. That's down from 52% last year. So he's fallen from 52 to 37, 37 on the economy. Uh, 44% approval on coronavirus. It was 64% a year mm. ago. That's down 20 points in one year. Mm. And 33% approve of the way he's handling the Russia-Ukraine situation. 33%? 33%. Uh, but again, that's just COVID. <laughs> COVID's <laughs> affecting people's yeah. perception. On- yeah, on the Russia-Ukraine thing, yeah. Well, it's like, why were they shooting the rockets at that guy in the car? Because he wasn't vaccinated, that's why. So That'll do it. That'll do it. That actually time. might actually do it. Jeez. Uh, that... <sighs> Is astounding. I've got another poll here. None of the polls concerning Biden are good. Uh, they're all disastrous, actually. At the, especially for this point in his presidency, mm-hmm. he should still virtually be in a honeymoon phase, and he's not at all. But where is is this the same? Maybe it's the same poll. You're looking for his poll numbers? Check the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, two two polls were released. Regarding his job performance, yeah. one is, uh, do you think his first year in office has been a success or a failure? 56% said it's a uh, failure. <laughs> 39% said it was a, a su- success. 39%. Right. 39%? What's the matter with you people? Right. <laughs> there was also a majority of Americans who said Biden is not fulfilling campaign promises. In some cases, good. Yeah, but wait, where's our cure for cancer that I was promised? Right. I'd like to see that happen. Because at this point, I don't... I'm sorry, Joe. No offense, but I just... Four years, we think you're going to be around? Let's get that... That's a Let's big that promise. Done. Let's knock that out now while we got a chance, man. A mere 30% of Americans feel like the country's headed in the right direction. 30%. Uh, 38% of the participants in the poll said Biden's top priority should be inflation far higher than any other issue. Don't they understand that climate change is the biggest issue we face? Thank you. I mean, it's worse than terrorism, man. Oh, by far. 11% said Biden should concern himself about coronavirus. 11% said voting laws were a top priority. 11%. (laughs) There were 10% who said Biden needs to focus on foreign policy. 10% who believe violent crime was the most important issue. 
Okay. So his job approval in this poll was down to 39%, down from 41 in December. 55% disapprove. So it's 55-39. Mm. Uh, let's see, anything else? 30, 37%? He has a 37% approval rating, according to the other poll that they were talking yeah. about. Yeah, we had the Washington Post. Yeah. Uh, ABC. All right, so it's either 37 or 39. That's pretty darn close. Let's say it averages at 38%. That is Those numbers seem high. Catastrophic though for this time. Right. I agree completely, term. but it just seems like It does seem too that's high. It's too high. Yeah. Should be about 1%. Right <laughs> there it now. is. About 1. Now that seems too high. <laughs> Let's go with a, a quarter of a percent. Like the people in his family. Uh this meme kind of says it all. The entire world right now sending out the bat signal for uh well, it's the Trump signal. They're mm-hmm. sending out the Trump signal. <laughs> the entire world right now. It's, that's the truth. That's great. That is the truth. <clears throat> I want my damn Trump back. Right? Yes, thank you. I mean, even Democrats themselves are saying, uh, what was it? Uh, maybe we'll get to it later. I mean, 38% of Democrats themselves are saying that Putin wouldn't have invaded Ukraine if Trump yeah, they was know. president. They, they, if you're going to be honest, you, mm-hmm. you know. That this wouldn't have happened had Trump been in office. There's just no way. Absolutely no way. 888-933-93. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Speaking of uh, Trump and and sending out the Trump signal, <clears throat> at CPAC over the weekend, they did the straw poll like they always do. Uh-huh. And who do you suppose won the straw poll? Oh, this my This is going to shock you to I'm going to guess it was probably Lindsey Graham. Ah, oh, so close. Yeah, I didn't get it. it. No, oh. no, but really, really close, Keith. Um, actually, Donald Trump. Oh wow, I've heard of him. Fifty-nine percent uh, voted for Donald Trump, and twenty-eight percent for Ron DeSantis. Mm. So he's up by twenty-one points, uh, thirty-one points over DeSantis. Right. Okay. So DeSantis <clears throat> just increased from 21% support to 28%. But he's still 31% behind Trump. Now, nobody else <laughs> among the 19 people listed on this ballot, <laughs> no one else could even crack 2%. Mm. So it's Trump and DeSantis. And then we're not interested after that. Sorry. It's pretty obvious, wouldn't you agree, that Donald Trump's going to run for president in 2024? I would say so. Yeah. Okay. So if you're Ron DeSantis, and that is the case. You, you got to step this. aside. Do you? Okay, but do you try to make a deal with Trump? Like, yes, I want to be. I'll be your, your vice president. Mm-hmm. I won't run against you. How about uh, you make us the ticket? But then, do you risk Trump burning you and saying not picking you as the VP? Possibly because he knows now. Oh, now he's. I don't. I don't know. I just. I hate politics so much. Yeah. Because I want to see Ron DeSantis on a on a on a national. Uh, So do I. Yeah, so do I. But being Trump's VP might be a good place for him. And then in 2028, he's the guy. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed. Coming up. Pat Gray. Got some tweets here. Uh, Carl Smith tweets. Well, now I feel much better. The U.N. General Assembly has come together in an emergency meeting. Mm -hmm. Things should be back to normal very soon. (coughs) Right you are, Carl. (laughs) You can count on it. We're good to go. 
Uh, Morbius tweets, UN won't condemn Russian actions against Ukraine, and they wouldn't condemn Canadian actions against their own people. Seems normal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sarah uh, the Roma? Or is it Roman? You got it. Yeah. Sarah the Roma. Sarah the Roma. I'm doing considerably worse under Biden than under Trump. No, Sarah, you're not. You're just pissed off about COVID-19. That's all. (laughs) You're doing a lot better. Your financial situation is so much better. What an ingrate. You Mm -hmm. know? Really. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jeffy Scrabshack tweets, Saki and the Biden administration still standing by the never let a good crisis go to waste. Yeah. Potential World War III, perfect example of why we need more solar panels to prevent climate change. <laughs> Wait, hold on. That reminds me. I saw a Babylon Bee article over the weekend that John Kerry was airlifting. He was dropping uh, solar panels into Ukraine to offset the uh, carbon emissions of <laughs> so, war. They are so good. That's funny stuff. <laughs> Somehow they continue to, to survive even though reality has overtaken satire. Yeah. And there's no way to satire reality because it's just too weird. Mm-hmm. Pew Pew One Pew tweets, polls don't matter. They have the voting machines set to achieve the right results. Uh, Speaking of... Whatever do you mean? We've got this uh, report from Arizona that's fairly interesting. Mm. They're going through the ballots, Mm -hmm. uh, signatures. They're still doing it. They're still still going through it a year later. Mm -hmm. However, there were 60 signatures out of the 499 where we all six agreed, Mm. novices and experts were complete mismatches. And let me show you those. All right. Show us those. Yeah, that's not the Now, these were counted. Oh, wow. Okay? Okay. Okay. Uh It's a pretty clear mismatch, isn't it? Yes, it is. Here's another mismatch. Huh. Yep. So the signatures aren't the same. It's not the right person voting. Nope. Here's another mismatch. I mean, that's... It's not even close. Here's another mismatch. Oh, boy. Not even close. when we say mismatch... We're saying there's something obvious here. We're not saying the person's going to be disallowed, but definitely means they should go into curing. Okay? So when you look at it, when you compare the novices and the experts, mm-hmm. we said 60, 12%. So if you take the most conservative estimate, Brandon, okay, mm-hmm. at least 12% should definitely have not been, should have been cured. Okay? Okay. Again, that's still 10 times more. Mm. Got it? Got it. So... When you look at the overall numbers, what we're saying is, if you look at the average of the experts and the novices, 40.2%, that's the average. But if you just say where we all agree, the most conservative, that means 12.0% should have been sent for curing, which would have been the 229,430 early voting mail ballots should be cured. Oh, So minimum of 229,430 ballots should have been cured, and they were not. Conservative estimate. Hmm. 229,000 is what all the experts... But he was talking about over 700,000 that could have been. Yes, yeah. But everybody agreed on about 12% of them. Pat, what was that margin, uh, Biden over Trump in Arizona? Ah, gosh. 10,000. 10,000. 10,000. Conservative estimate, 229,000 votes needed to at least be set aside for... Closer examination. Uh-huh. Conservative estimate, 229,000. Interesting. Isn't it? Yeah, it's... Uh, Interesting. Good stuff. All right, well, you know, as my parents would say, no sense crying over spilt milk. <laughs> Except for the fact that <clears throat> if it 
spills again in 2024, we're in a really sad place. Uh, it, we've got to make sure that the voting is fair and equitable. You, you know, you just, you have to. And when signatures are completely mismatched like that, how do you accept them? How? And he's, like he said, I'm not saying you just throw them out, mm-hmm. but you got to you gotta go through the process. Set them aside. Yeah. Crazy. Just no, unbelievable. It's, it's a good time. Is it? Is it, though? Is it a good time? Um, no, that was... Uh, <laughs> Is that sarcasm? It was definitely sarcasm. No, wow. it sucks. Wow. Mm-hmm. Did you see the U.S. trucker convoy rolled into Oklahoma over the weekend? They're moving east. Headed for D.C. Better hurry, man. The speech is tomorrow night. They're not calling this one uh, the Freedom Convoy. They're calling it the People's Convoy. And Ooh, it was that's... in Oklahoma. Yeah, they got a long way to go in a short amount of time to get there. Jeez. The people's convoy. What are you doing? You put the word people in front of anything, and I'm thinking China. China. <laughs> Cars lined the sides of highways. People stood on overpasses and along streets waving flags. Truckers honked their horns as the convoy crossed the Texas border and arrived in Elk City, Oklahoma, late Saturday. I think all trucking across America with most of the country. We're all trucking across America with most of the country at this point. Said one of the truckers, the convoy has continued to grow since it left California February 23rd. Now, they're not making a lot of progress here. So that's been, a, yeah. that's been nine days now? Uh, are you going to get there? No, the 23rd, you're talking about five days. Oh, I've already flipped my calendar. I've given up on February. I'm already in March now. Yeah, we're not quite there. <laughs> uh, one of the t- group's supporters tweeted that the convoy included at least 2,000 trucks and vehicles by Friday. What was it in Canada that stretched 300 miles? 700 million trucks. Wow, that's a good turnout. 700 million trucks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was wow. a big deal. News, is, it was newsworthy. <laughs> um, we should have used that number more because that's impressive. That's an impressive get-together. I'm trying to find that number for you here. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, via Getty, <laughs> you know, the guy... That was carrying Nancy Pelosi's lectern. Oh, yeah, yeah. Famous photo. Yeah. Via Getty. Getty is a news agency. And when other services use one of Getty's pictures, they say this is via Getty. And there were so many leftists saying, find this guy via Getty. Look what he did. We must find via Getty. Do you know via Getty? Once again, showing how stupid they are. (laughs) Uh, Ill, just ill-informed and ignorant on so many issues, but the guy who uh, carried Pelosi's lectern, yeah, sentenced to prison. Mm. District Judge Reggie B. Walton sens- sentenced Adam Johnson on Friday, noting that Johnson made a mockery of the events that unfolded that day. Wait, this and, guy's Adam Johnson? Yeah, so he's a fall guy. Okay, yeah, for Via Getty. Right. Yes. Exactly. Wow, Patsy. Uh, so. Mm. His behavior couldn't be overlooked. Uh, Johnson will be credited for some time he has served already, and he'll also pay a $5,000 fine. Mm. Because he he picked up her lectern. Yeah. You know how many people died because he picked up her lectern? Well, no one. That That you know of. That we know of. We're on a dangerous slide in America, the judge said. He uh, also compared the January 6th Capitol Capitol riot to something you would see in banana republics. 
Johnson expressed remorse for his actions and said that his actions since have shown that he was ashamed of the role he played in the riot. Mm. No, yeah. Judge. I'm sorry. No. You know what the Banana Republic thing is, Pat? It's those signatures we just saw in Arizona. Yeah. And people like Via Getty, Adam Johnson, showed up on January 6th because they were tired of the kind of crap that they got away with in Arizona. That's the Banana Republic in all this. He also expressed that he had no desire to harm Pelosi at the time. Well, then why did you have her lectern? Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Mr. Johnson, Why? People don't just carry other people's lecterns around. <laughs> Is this the judge? No, He's not happy. that's me. That's oh, that's me. you. Oh, yeah. that's you. Okay, yeah. because some of these judge quotes are just ridiculous. <laughs> I know they're about that stupid. It's like you, sir. This is Banana Republic stuff. How dare you take a lectern for a walk across the Capitol uh, rotunda? Uh, Johnson said, "If I did find her, meaning Pelosi, okay." I would ask her for I would ask for a selfie with her if anything. <laughs> yeah. In November, Johnson pleaded guilty to one count of entering and remaining in a restricted building or grounds. So he's going to be in prison for two and a half months. Jeez, that'll teach. Some you. of these people face twenty years in prison. Insanity. Twenty years, uh, and many of them just went into the building through open doors with police welcoming them as they came in, walked around and left. Is that a 20-year offense? Uh, no. No, it is not. Ugh. 888-933-93. Also, at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter, speaking of uh, former President Trump as we were, here he is a couple of years ago pointing out that Europe especially Germany, Mm. was going to be held hostage by Russian oil and that it represented a massive threat to NATO. Uh, Check this out. I think uh, it's very sad when Germany makes a massive oil and gas deal with Russia where you're supposed to be guarding against Russia and Germany goes out and pays billions and billions of dollars a year to Russia. So we're protecting Germany, we're protecting France, we're protecting all of these countries. And then numerous of the countries go out and make a pipeline deal with Russia where they're paying billions of dollars into the coffers of Russia. Hmm. So we're supposed to protect you against Russia, but they're paying billions of dollars to Russia. And I think that's very inappropriate. And the former chancellor of Germany is the head of the pipeline company that's supplying the gas. Uh, Ultimately, Germany will have almost 70 percent of their country Hmm. controlled by Russia with natural gas. So you tell me, is that appropriate? I mean, we've been complaining wow. about this from the time I got in. It should have never been allowed to have happened. But Germany is totally controlled by Russia because they were getting from 60 to 70 percent of their energy from Russia and a new pipeline. And you tell me if that's appropriate, because I think it's not. And I think it's a very bad thing for NATO. And I don't think it should have happened. And I think we have to talk to Germany about it. On top of that, <laughs> Germany is just paying a little bit over 1%. Uh, yes. Whereas the United States, in actual numbers, is paying 4.2% of a much larger GDP. So I think that's inappropriate also. Maybe. You know, we're protecting Germany, we're protecting France, we're protecting everybody. Mm-hmm. And yet we're paying a lot of money to protect. Now, this has been going on for decades. This has been brought up by other presidents, but other presidents never did anything about it. Because I don't think they understood it, or they just didn't want to get involved. 
But I have to bring it up because I think it's very unfair to our country. It's very unfair to our taxpayers. Yes. And I think that these countries have to step it up, not over a 10-year period. They have to step it up immediately. Germany is a rich country. They talk about they're going to increase it a tiny bit by 2030. Well, they could increase it immediately tomorrow and have no problem. I don't think it's fair to the United States. So we're going to have to do something because we're not going to put up with it. We can't put up with it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, how how do you disagree with one word he just said? Uh, that's just <sighs> powerful and dead on. And nobody had the giblets to say it before him. That was that was pretty awesome when we had a president that loved our country. <clears throat> yeah, boy, and fought for it. Yep, amazing. So uh, Trump was headlining at CPAC over the weekend. Here's a little bit of what he had to say could take the five worst presidents in American history and put them together and they would not have done the damage that Joe Biden has right. administration has done yes in just a very short 13 months yep so true and no matter how you look at it our country has totally lost its self-confidence Lost its self-confidence. We as a country have no confidence anymore, but we will get it back and we'll get it back stronger than ever before. Whoever heard of that? Whoever heard of that? Our country has lost its self-confidence. Whoever heard of that? Whoever thought you'd be hearing? But it's true. We've lost our self-confidence when you see the way we withdrew. When you see the things, the, the stupidity, <laughs> the open border concept, mm-hmm. who wants this? Prisons from other countries being emptied out into our country. Just over one year ago, we had the most secure border in U.S. history, record low gas prices, American energy independence, the fastest economic recovery in the history of our country, fastest economic recovery in history. <laughs> An unrivaled military. We rebuilt the military and we added Space Force on top of it. And peace and quiet was all around the world. Now inflation is the highest in 40 years. Economists are talking about five, six, seven, and even eight dollar a gallon gasoline. Supply chains are crumbling. Store shelves are empty. Millions of illegal aliens are rushing our borders. Murders are setting records in our cities. The streets of our Democrat-run cities are drenched in blood. A radical left zealot has been nominated to the Supreme Court of the United States. China is threatening Taiwan. Russia is decimating Ukraine. Iran is on the cusp of a nuclear bomb. We ended mm. the worst and most dangerous deal I've ever seen, and now they want to go back to it, the Iran <clears throat> nuclear deal. America and our great military has been humiliated in its surrender from Afghanistan, and that's what it was. It was a surrender for no reason whatsoever. We wanted to get out, but we had to get out with strength and with dignity. And a major war in Europe may very well erupt. That's how they start. Exactly what's happening today, this is how they start. Joe Biden has turned calm into chaos. 
competence into incompetence, stability into anarchy, and security into catastrophe. The Russian attack on Ukraine is appalling. It's an out. Hmm. There you go. <sighs> That's a pretty good list. Yeah. Yeah. He makes some powerful points there. <clears throat> uh, all right. Let me tell you uh, about real estate agents I trust. You know, it's starting to get into the home selling season now. Spring and summer is when it really starts to heat up, both literally and figuratively, in the uh, real estate market. So this is a good time to get a hold of real estate agents I trust and find the best agent in your area. Somebody who has a great marketing plan and has a tremendous, a tremendous, a tremendous resume of selling houses. Uh, and maybe uh, can give you some great advice on what to do with your home to get it ready to sell. Should you repaint? Should you spend the time and money it costs to do the countertops or flooring or whatever? These are the people that know and can give you the right advice so that your, your house sells quickly and for the most amount of money. It's tremendous. It really is. Tremendous. So... When you're looking for uh, somebody to help you get through this really, really stressful time, it's Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. China insists that the space debris projected to hit the moon isn't theirs. It's not theirs. You know, the media was saying all along that it was Elon Musk's mm-hmm. rocket. Turned out, mm, no, it's China's. Now they're saying, mm, no, it's not ours. Uh-huh. <laughs> A, B, C, D, E, F, U. And your mom and your sister <laughs> and your job. Okay. Your broke-ass car and that crap you call <laughs> art. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. That's your message and to the China? Rest. That's my message, That's your message to, China. to China. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Doomed spare debris was originally thought to be Elon Musk's. Mm-hmm. The space tracker behind it apparently got it wrong. It's now been now pointed the finger at China. It's thought to be an old rocket part from a lunar mission dating back to 2014. Astronomer Bill Gray's claims were later backed up by NASA and other experts. It's expected to make a dramatic crash this friday man it's going slowly though mm-hmm. right this is yeah what did we figure like was it 200 something? 700 miles an hour it was, oh, it was less than that Couple 200 hundred, miles an hour something like that. niner <laughs> yes it's going that. niner it miles niner an hour, miles per hour. thank you corby <laughs> <laughs> but china says of course no according to china's monitoring the upper stage of the Chang'e 5 mission rocket okay has fallen through earth's atmosphere in a safe manner so china okay. burned up completely there's not even ashes. It didn't even make ash. I love on that. The earth. No, I just uh, yeah. There's yeah. nothing. There's nothing it's gone. Completely. All the evidence is gone. Just yeah. So you can't us. find it. If you were to go look for it to confirm what yeah. we're saying, yeah. yeah, you can't. It just burned up so beautifully. Okay. But that's that's what we do. We, anything that goes awry uh, when it comes through the atmosphere, it'll just burn up completely. Okay. And it did. All right. That's helpful. So. I mean, I don't think that it can do any harm, right? It's just going to smash into the moon and on the dark side, they said. And so what? Hmm. I don't know why you'd be so vehement about it. Just tell the truth. Of course, China doesn't tell the truth about anything. No, but we do. Oh, uh, yes, we uh, we do, don't we? 
You got a spokesperson for the administration that lies through her teeth every day. Scientists baffled after discovering a new substance deep in the Earth's core now. Uh, Earth's core is not solid nor liquid, as we have long believed, Mm -hmm. but something quite abnormal. In fact, they believe it's a weird mix of elements that make it a bit of both, both solid and liquid, or as experts have called it, it's in a uh, superioronic state. Oh, yeah, that's the word. Superioronic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Super ionic. Maybe? Super ionic. Super ionic state. Deep within lies a concoction of lighter elements alongside superheated solid and liquid states. Okay, we claim to know the innards of a star that's 800,000 light years from here, but we can't figure out what's in our own Earth's core? Yeah, not, not only that. Come on. It took them forever to agree on whose space debris it was in the story you just read. Yeah. I mean, so we are trusting yes. these scientists, like you said, to, to know, to tell us, oh my gosh, we're going to have to change our policy, our economy, mm-hmm. because the temperature is going to change because we're affecting it. Well, we're following the science. We're following the science, right? Even but, though all the models were wrong, we're still following them. Yeah, we're totally, totally Don't following worry about that. Totally following them. Yeah, but, and even though we were wrong about everything we said about COVID-19, yes. you still have to trust us. Yes. It's a matter. Follow the science. And they don't even they don't know, know our own planet. Isn't that amazing? Jeez. Uh, so these elements include hydrogen, oxygen, and carbon molecules swirling around in a grid-like lattice of iron. Hmm. It is quite abnormal, according to Pre- <laughs> Professor He Yu. <laughs> Wait, Professor what? Those aren't his pronouns. His pronouns aren't he, you. Uh, that's his actual name. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Professor he, you. He, you. <laughs> the right. solidification of iron at the inner core boundary does not change the mobility of these light elements and the convection of light elements is continuous. In the inner core, I was just about to say and that's that. the kind of stuff you talk about off the air. Yeah, when the mics aren't on, right, you're right. always going over. How many times have we got over that I mean, today? I, I can't. I've lost umpteen. Count. So uh, stuff. Too many. To yeah, too many. Really. Don't even worry about. Temperatures it. are thought to be well over 5,500 degrees Celsius. So there's no way to. Is that five degrees Fahrenheit? There is he it is. Five million degrees he's, Fahrenheit. He's back, y'all. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> We don't know, but we'll try to figure it out and let you know one day. Uh, Coming up. He's Pat Gray. He's unleashed, and he's on the blades. So Biden made his uh, Supreme Court nominee known on, I think it was Friday, right? After the show on Friday. Mm -hmm. He nominated a replacement for Stephen Breyer. Now, Stephen Breyer's still there, but he's going to retire at the end of this session. Which I think is summertime. So the nominee is Katanji Brown and uh, Katanji Brown Jackson. She is 51, of course, a black woman, because that's what he committed to during the campaign. And sure enough, uh, that's that's who he's nominating. Okay, Been viewed for months as a top contender and fits the bill, of course, that Biden and left-leaning activists have sought. So great. Okay. Jackson clerked. There are a few things about her. Her likes and dislikes. 
turn-ons and turn-offs. <laughs> oh, no. Is yeah. the, please, is there going to be long walks on the beach coming up here? Yeah, in right. just a minute. But <laughs> apparently Jackson clerked for three federal jurists, okay. including a district judge in Massachusetts and a appellate judge in the First Circuit Court, and for Breyer mm-hmm. himself. Mm-hmm. Good, 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 good. Uh, judicial experience, President Barack Obama nominated Jackson for a district court uh, judgeship in D.C., Near the end of his first term as president, she was confirmed in early 2013. Also interviewed her as a potential nominee after the death of Justice Antonin Scalia in 2016. Uh, Given her recent ascent, Jackson is yet to compile an extensive record as a circuit judge. Oh, that's never a a red flag. That's not a problem Mm -hmm. at all. Because we just don't know how she's going to rule on virtually anything. (laughs) I think it's going to be safe to assume. It's going to be pretty uh, left Wing. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Several of Jackson's rulings were overturned by a higher court, <laughs> including those on Trump's attempt to fast track deportations and executive orders constraining government unions' power. Huh. She has defended a Gitmo detainee, accusing U.S. US soldiers there of uh, Abu Ghraib type offenses. Mm, good. This is going to work out well. You remember what happened at Abu Ghraib? Uh, <clears throat> Abu Ghraib or Ghraib. Oh, yeah. I Remember forgot. that? Do you still have the George Bush clip where he couldn't pronounce that? <laughs> yeah, I, I, probably not. Uh, oh, probably no. not after all okay. this time. All right. But they made him get into a naked pyramid, some of the terrorists that were being held there. And then uh, a dog barked at him. Wait. Yeah, wait, a dog barked like, at them. Like loudly? The dog didn't sick him. He didn't bite him. He didn't jump on top of him. But he did bark at them. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... Sprayed water on them, too. You know how deadly water can be when sprayed on people. While it's uncertain that Jackson would garner Republican votes during a Supreme Court confirmation, there was a trio, uh, Lindsey Graham, Susan Collins, and Lisa Murkowski, the usual suspects, who joined Democrats in confirming her to the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals just last year. So there you go. Is she going to be a radical? Oh, I think you can count on it. You can count on it. Will she be confirmed? Yeah, I think so. I doubt she'll have any trouble. Um, so. There you go. Just well, know that that's, that's coming. At least it's one for one, right? You know? Yeah. I mean, yes. that's the silver lining here. It's a liberal for a liberal, mm-hmm. which, you know, it could be worse. But uh, fortunately, it, uh, it is a liberal for a liberal. By the way, have you heard about the new things going on with where this uh, COVID-19 thing came from? There are some new studies, again, targeting the Wuhan market, not the lab for COVID-19's origin. Wait, you're reading a story from today? Well, that's from February 2022, yes. (laughs) Not February of 2020. This is the most ridiculous thing. CBS... Uh, Market Watch is is responsible for this drivel. (laughs) Listen to this stuff. Scientists released two extensive studies on Saturday that again point to a market in Wuhan, China. Okay, give it a rest, y'all. Remember the bat soup? Yeah. It's back. It's back. Yeah, and tastier than ever. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, with more bat meat included. (laughs) Yeah, it's really good. Wait, more tainted bat meat included? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You Mm. get some of the meat and some of the wing. Mm. The wings get really crispy because they fry them first before they go into the soup. So it's really good. There's nothing that, that, that you can fry that doesn't end up better. Right? Right? Okay. Exactly. Okay. Uh... 
the researchers analyzed data from a range of sources to uncover how the virus first took hold. Okay. They concluded that the virus was present in live mammals sold at the Huanan Seafood Wholesale Market mm-hmm. in late 2019. That's where I do most of my shopping. I just didn't get there that week, so that's probably a good thing. Ooh. I got really lucky there. Ooh. The new research suggests that the virus was spread to people working or shopping at the market, and the researchers <laughs> said they found no <laughs> support it? for an alternate hypothesis oh, okay. that had emerged from a lab in Wuhan. No, There's not a chance. No <laughs> evidence of that. I don't know where you people are getting this conspiratorial nonsense. They are still pushing still, this. Still. Stop. Interaction between humans and animals, often forced because of lost biodiversity <laughs> on top of market sales. Oh, okay. It's, it's our destruction of the rainforest that caused COVID. Got it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's neither exclusive to this outbreak nor likely to become less controversial oh, no. absent intervention in coming years. Environmentalists have warned since before COVID-19. Okay. They warned us, y'all. Stop knocking down trees yeah, if you tried. don't want the COVID in your veins. They tried. <laughs> Most scientists see a link between deforestation <laughs> and habitat change to pandemics. Quote, Jeffy, do, do they? they? <laughs> the Centers for Disease, the CDC, estimates <laughs> that three out of every four new or emerging infectious diseases sure. in people come from animals. You know this. They come from animals. Mm-hmm. Okay. Stop with your crazy theory that a lab came up with this thing. Any any evidence to the contrary is just purely coincidental. Like, there's some evidence that just came up from... Where is the story on Moderna? Um, oh, right there in your hand. This is it? You want the clip, the video clip of the CEO? Or Okay, we can do that, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. This, the CEO at Moderna <laughs> talking to, uh, it looks like Fox Business. Yeah, uh, Bartolomo, yeah. Yeah, Maria Bartolomo. I never get it right. And uh, <laughs> here's what he had to say. Okay, listen to what he said. Uh, let me ask you what the Daily Mail is reporting. It says more evidence COVID was tinkered with in a lab. What? Now scientists find the virus contains a tiny chunk of DNA that matches sequence patented by Moderna. Three years before the pandemic began. Oh, Your reaction, Stefan. Wait. What can you tell what? us? So my scientists are looking into those data to see how accurate they are or not. As I've said before, the hypothesis of an escape from a lab by an accident uh-huh. is possible. You know, human yeah. makes mistakes. Humans so, make mistakes. Uh, is it possible that the uh, Wuhan mm-hmm. lab in China was working on uh, viruses uh, enhancement or gene mm-hmm. modification? And then there was an accident where somebody was infected in the lab and then infected their families and friends. It is possible. On the claim you just uh, mentioned, uh, the scientists are analyzing to know if it's uh, real or not. <laughs> yeah. I, I, mean, yeah. I mean, I was I don't struck understand by the word line, you said is what she basically a said. a genetic sequence yeah. patented by Moderna for cancer research purposes. What? What? Yeah, and that's the type of thing yeah. that the team is looking at very carefully to know is it is it real or not. Okay. So it, it sure. takes a bit of time to analyze yeah. all the genetic sequence. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So somehow Moderna patented uh-huh. the gene sequence in this virus three years before the virus was discovered. I mean, hmm. that's you got to expect that. Amazing right? coincidence. Yeah. I mean, 
it, it could obviously happen, mm-hmm. and it obviously did. There's, a, I mean, it's a strong possibility. One in three trillion. There's a one in three trillion chance it uh, happened coincidentally. Pat? Uh-huh. Humans makes mistakes. Yes, that is true. Humans do make mistakes. And obviously a mistake was made mistakes was made here this is <laughs> uh, one in three trillion but wait a minute hold on a second back up a second because this moderna ceo guy is saying that yeah it's quite possible it came from a lab mm-hmm. but you just mm-hmm. read a story that said no 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 right it, it came from came the from, market yeah it came from knocking down trees in south america <laughs> that led to bats being affected in a market what are we to believe what are we to believe? This is fascinating and terrifying. Isn't it? Yeah. I mean, they can s- just sit there and lie to your face about the most ludicrous, nearly impossible things and just say, yeah, yeah that's what happened. Yeah, just a complete coincidence that we, that we patented that exact gene sequence uh, three years ago. Huh. Wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Amazing. Nothing to see here. Yeah, move along, everybody. Uh, you know, inflation is already running hot. Uh, what was it last month? 7.5%? Yeah, and didn't you say the real number is actually over 20% Yeah, from year to year? Yes. If we were to go by uh, 1980s uh, methods, it would be over 20%. Yeah. Now the Dems are pushing through other massive spending plans. you got to diversify your savings right now into gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They are the company I recommend for precious metals. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers. And they can help you protect your hard-earned savings. If you've been wondering what to do in this volatile market, here it is. Check into it right now thanks to a little-known section of the IRS tax code. You can legally move your IRA or 401k into precious metals with no tax implications or penalties. To get started protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account, request a free info kit, and they'll give you all the information, all the things you need to know to make your decision. There's no obligation. Just request the, the free kit from Birch Gold by texting the word PAT to 989-898. Check it out, read over the information, see if it's right for you. This 20-page kit reveals how gold and silver can protect your savings and how you can move your IRA or 401k out of the volatile stock market and in and bonds into a precious metals IRA. There's no cost, no obligation to request the info, so why wait? Text PAT to 989-898. Again, 989-TEXT-PAT to 989-898. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, Parents been cautioning of a possible toxic substance found in the at-home COVID-19 test kits. No. There can't be anything wrong with those. No. What kind of conspiracy nonsense is this? <sighs> Officials are advising parents to keep at-home COVID-19 test kits away from kids because they could contain a harmful toxic substance. Cincinnati Drug and Poison Information Center 
is reporting an uptick in accidental exposures to a possibly toxic substance in at-home COVID-19 test kits. Mm -hmm. Poison control centers nationwide are reporting the same finding. This comes as more than 50 million households recently received free at-home COVID-19 tests. Did you get yours yet? (laughs) I did. You did? I did. I need to start uh, swabbing stuff around the house. (laughs) Yeah, so... uh... There we go. I mean, but what could go wrong, right? When the government's involved and, Everything's fine. and they're shipping you stuff. The substance of concern is sodium azide, which is in the region liquid used to trigger the chemical reaction that okay. detects the presence of coronavirus. Uh, the type of test kits vary, but they generally contain a swab, testing card, and an extraction vial containing the reagent liquid. Uh, when the liquid is swallowed, the sodium azide in it can cause a headache and lower the blood pressure. In large amounts, it can cause seizures. Mm-hmm. So this is something you want to keep from your kids. That's, uh, that's, that's good stuff to have around the house, but, you know, be sure. Yeah. To- I love that we keep finding out these things, you know, well after we've been using them. That's really good. And was it last week when they finally admitted that there have been deaths involving the uh, vaccine? I think it was just last oh, week. That's right. They have yeah. admitted both a the bit. U.S. and U.K. governments said, "Yeah, mm-hmm. there's been some deaths." What'd you say? I'm Wait, sorry. Speak there, up. There's been some, some deaths. There's some what associated with the vaccine? <laughs> Bad some deaths. You dropped off. Are people, you in a tunnel? There have been thousands of people. Speak up, government <laughs> spokeshole. Let's go. What? I was just saying that some sometimes you know people have died from the vaccine, so you want to be careful. But there's nothing to see here. Please move along. Okay? Everything is fine. These are completely safe and effective. (laughs) Okay. I loved reading the article, too, about the queen over the weekend who's been triple vaxxed. Yeah, fully vaccinated and the booster shot. And she got it anyway. And so did her dumb son, Charles. (laughs) Dumb son. So, uh, it's going really well. Yeah. (laughs) And we got this sent to us from New Zealand. Uh, I... We don't really know the backstory, but someone refused to take a COVID test, and so they got a fine for it uh, in New Zealand. So for just not taking just the not test. taking the test, they were fined. Oh boy! Jeez. And the fine was three hundred and thirty dollars. Ah, yeah, it's no problem. Everybody, anybody can afford three hundred and thirty dollar fine. Come on now. Oh, uh, they. It is important. That you contact us if you don't pay or arrange payment, the court can issue a warrant for your arrest, <laughs> suspend your driver's license, seize and sell your property. Get out in my face. Or take uh, money from your income or bank account. Good boy. How long's the delay today, Corby? Oh, my. Okay, so um, breaking news. So it's news. another civil asset forfeiture exactly. situation. Yeah. Uh, New Zealand, just this morning, breaking news. Uh Ending isolation rules for vaccinated travelers from Australia. Um, um, yeah, okay. So Kiwis can come home. Self-isolation yay! requirements removed. Okay, so Which reminds <laughs> me about the whole uh, civil asset forfeiture situation. Okay. Which we, of course, experience here all the time. We had a story, I think just last week, about the couple who had oh. nearly a million dollars taken from them. Gross. Just and it it wasn't a cash situation this time. They took it out of their bank accounts. Oh god. Took it from their savings. 
So they they were under investigation for some weird thing involving Amazon somehow. No charges ever filed. No charges ever filed. And they just took $892,000 from this couple. So the government settled. So they lost their they lost their home, they lost oh. their cars, mm-hmm. they lost virtually everything but each other, and now the government has said, uh, I guess because they can't prove anything, there's no charges, and these people did obviously seek uh, attorney help, and, what and they're going to get five hundred twenty-five thousand dollars instead of the almost nine hundred thousand, right? And you know they have court costs and stuff associated. I mean, it's just a nightmare in this government. Now we have. A uh, Marine vet who says police stole his life savings. I was robbed by people with badges, he says. Yep. This is in San Antonio, Texas. Isn't that great? Mm, no, he's from there. Oh, he's so this didn't happen in yeah, San Antonio? he was Antonio? driving and uh, okay. the story. A veteran says officers stole thousands of dollars from him after he got pulled over on the highway. This is how it usually happens. Uh, his case is shining a light on law enforcement, and uh, it is apparently a legal tactic they use. I don't know how this is legal. It's unconstitutional. How can it be legal? In February of last year, Stephen Lara was on his way home, was on his way from Lubbock, Texas, to Portola, California, making the journey to visit his two teenage daughters. But this was not going to be a simple cross-country trip for the veteran. Uh, he was unexpectedly driving into the beginning of a long legal fight involving the federal government, Nevada state, and law enforcement. I was robbed by people in badges. There's no doubt about that, he said. The Institute for Justice, a nonprofit public interest law firm, is representing Laura in a case against uh, the police. The organization shared several body camera videos of the law enforcement officers involved that day. In the first uh, Nevada Troopers video, he says that he pulled Lara over because he was following a tanker truck too closely. Oh, stop. The trooper stated that he was part of an interdiction unit, (laughs) and their job was to catch people involved in criminal activity, including drug trafficking. And, you know, drug traffickers are notorious for following tanker trucks too closely. Thank you. So obviously, Someone had to say it. Yeah. Obviously, they had to pull this guy over. He asked me a whole bunch of questions. Where I was coming from, where I was going, if I had any weapons in the vehicle, if I had any drugs. Throughout the video, the trooper peppered Laura with more questions about his personal background. Laura was a cybersecurity chief, retired from the Marines after 16 years. He was stationed in various locations across the U.S. He also served in Iraq and Afghanistan. When the trooper asked if he had any cash, sadly, uh, Laura told him the truth. When I told him I had cash, he was just very laser focused on that aspect in and of itself. He asked me how much, and I told him. (laughs) Why would you do that? That's that's where you say, I need a warrant if you want to continue this, officer. He had $87,000 in his trunk, which was his life savings. Everyone's banking practices are different. My banking practices may not be the same as yours or anyone else's for that matter. I personally have my reasons. Yep. Right, which is none of our business. Thank you. You don't need to share them. Exactly. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. I don't trust financial institutions. Huh. Wow. 
Isn't that bizarre? Who does? <laughs> it's not a crime to have cash. Exactly. Whether it be a dollar or $11 million, I can carry as much as I want whenever I want. This is exactly right. More law enforcement officers arrived, including a DEA agent and a sergeant. Laura said he had nothing to hide from the officers and allowed them to allowed them to search his vehicle. That was your big mistake, my friend. They found the cash and the proper documentation for it. Right. It didn't even matter he to them. Even had the documentation. Can I just interject real quick and say that's what you do whenever you take cash out. You make sure mm-hmm. that you save your little ATM receipt or have the teller at the window give you this and you just keep that uh, receipt so that if something like this were to happen, not that it helped this guy out, but there you go. Yeah. I have all my receipts there in my bag, and I have pay stubs all there. <laughs> that identifies that it's all mine. But what happened next stunned the veteran. One of the troopers said he believed the proceeds were from illegal drug activity. I don't care what you believe, bro. In the video, you can see Lara is in disbelief, and he questions their findings. In the end, the law enforcement officers made the call to seize the cash. Of course they did. Of course. Do they ever say, oh, okay, thank oh, you, you're on your way, sir. See ya. No. The veteran pleaded with them to not take his money. Sir, if you take that money, then I don't, I don't have any money for my kids this weekend. Right. I don't have any money to go home. They left him $7. Seven bucks. Yeah, you can keep... Not seventy, seven dollars. Yeah, and, that was generous. And this goes on to talk about how he spent two years uh, not sleeping, Unreal. not able to pay the bills on time. Uh, he was left penniless, effectively, and he went and fought, fought them in court. He won, and now he is continuing, and he's he's suing uh, both the state and federal governments uh, to to make sure this kind of crap stops happening to people like him. I hope he wins because this is insanity, man. It has to stop. He said it so correctly. He summed it up perfectly. I was robbed by thieves in badges. That's exactly right. Thieves wearing badges. Wow. Man. At least he won in the end. But, you know, think of all the time, effort, money expended to have to do that to prove his innocence rather than vice versa, which is the way it's supposed to be.